Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. So we've talked about the idea of seeking out challenges and and doing things that that seem hard or seem difficult or scary. We've talked about that quite a lot over over the episodes that we've done on this show, but I thought it would be cool to actually dedicate a whole episode to this and really go into detail on why it's so important, um, what good things can come of seeking out hard things. And yeah, it's just something that I feel really passionately about. Um, It's something that I've tried to do a lot more over the last couple of years in some, some seasons of personal growth and something that I have really found a lot of benefit from and had a lot of positive things come from. So just to kind of like lay the groundwork a little bit, I think, I think getting out of your comfort zone is something that, you know, is easy to talk about and easy to think about and maybe even daydream about whether it's, you know, a hobby that you want to try, or it's, you know, a career that you want to go after, or, even just starting a conversation with someone that you don't know, there are so many things in our everyday life that seem challenging and that are so easy to just kind of say no to or let the opportunity pass you by. And one of the, one of the main reasons that I think it's so important to seek out challenges is because that little act of getting out of your comfort zone, whether it's in a really big way or in a small way, it strengthens your, your mind and it strengthens your, ability to be brave and to put yourself out there. So I know, Brittany, you and I have, have talked about this a ton. Um, I, I really admire that you have put yourself out there as a comic and have like really challenged yourself to do a ton of stand-up comedy, which I think is one of the most like intimidating things in the world <laughs> too. So do you want to share a little bit about like what that's been like and how you've kind of gotten out of your comfort zone there? Yeah, and and I love talking about this because this is my I talk, I say it's a part time job. I'm not getting paid for. Uh, I do actually <laughs> do get paid on Sunday. I'm getting I am getting one paid. Nice. Yeah, awesome. so that's fun. But um, yeah, it's so the first time I went up was three about three years ago, and I was terrified. But it was one of those things where I'm like, all right, if I don't do it now, I'm never gonna do it. I'm just gonna go up. But then the pandemic happened, and so I it took me a while to get up again, right? And every time it gets it's scary, and and you're kind of you know, you don't know if you're going to be able to do it. You're standing yeah. in front of a ton of people. Sometimes they don't laugh. You know, it's it's very <laughs> scary, uh, but it gets easier. And it's actually funny. Um, there's one – so they're called open mics, and that's where you go with other people who are trying to be comics. And you try out new material, and, and a lot of times you're in, like, restaurants or bars where nobody knows there's going to be comedy. And so they're not oh, yeah. there to see you. So they yeah. don't necessarily like what's going on. Like they don't they didn't come to see comedy. So there's this one restaurant I go to every Tuesday night and it's really hard for me and I I don't actually love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I do it because it's such a hard crowd. And I yeah. think to myself if I can do it in front of this crowd, I can do it anywhere. But it's it's a little bit it goes a little bit further than that because there's also this feeling of um, if I can get the people's attention who don't want to be listening because they're all watching sports and talking, if I can say something so yeah. funny that I get their attention, then I'm doing, uh, you know, then I'm actually like, getting better. And I go to this because it makes me tougher. But I, I'll be honest, like there are sometimes I just dread it because I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to go and I have to not get laughed at. And you, ne- you never know. It's funny too because sometimes I'll go places and my jokes will be like people laugh like crazy. Sometimes I'll go other places and the same joke gets no laughs. 
So you do, yeah. you have to just be really brave. You have to be really tough and it yeah. is so challenging, but I will tell you, it has been the most rewarding thing and it's made me brave in so many other areas of my life that it's yeah. just been, it's, it's, it's my favorite thing. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So I have a follow-up to this because I think, I think a lot of people would actually benefit from hearing a little more on how you actually get ready and like push through those nerves. Cause yeah. I totally know how you feel where it's like, you're about to do something and you're kind of dreading it, but you know, it'll be good. How do you kind of push through that and get in a headspace where you're able to go up and like kind of ignore your your feelings of being scared or or dread? It gets easier every time. Um, but one thing I will absolutely say is if you don't go in prepared, you're not going to succeed, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of – I know I've heard of some comics that are just like, I'm going to go up there and riff means they're not going to prepare anything. They're just going to go kind of talk. And some people are good at that when they've been doing it a while. But – be prepared. So, you know, you can't control what the audience is going to do, um, but you can control how prepared you are and ready to get up. So that's really good. I mm -hmm. try to get in the headspace where I have practiced, but I haven't practiced so much because there's actually such thing as over-practicing where you get oh, like, yeah. in your head about it. Yeah. So there's that. And I think – I do think, again, yeah, it just – it gets easier every time. But there is always that feeling. And I think you should always have a little bit of the anticipation, the butterflies in your stomach. Yeah. Because I think that's totally. also the excitement for what you're going to do. So, yeah. so yeah. And and this is some, some advice a comic gave me, another comic. He said, make sure you're having fun. Like, why do you do this? Mm. You do this because you enjoy doing it. If it turns yeah. into something you're dreading because you know it's going to be hard, then this isn't going to be something that you enjoy doing. So I always go up there and I try to have fun with with the audience. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that. And I think, again, like going up and doing stand-up comedies, probably because I know there's like the list of things people are afraid of and public speaking is public like speaking, number one right? and, and death <laughs> yeah. is number two. So it's like they would literally rather die than go talk in front of people. And I think trying to be funny on top of that is just like takes takes a special gift and a lot of practice. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, hearing from Brittany, it's really cool to sort of hear how you push through that. But I think there are ways even in our everyday life where we can kind of get out of our comfort zone that maybe don't require, you know, something as big as trying out like a new part-time career, because that can seem a little bit daunting and maybe, maybe nothing comes to mind for you at the, at the time. I'm kind of talking to our listeners here. Um, but when you think about ways that you can get out of your comfort zone, because this is something that I recommend doing regularly you know, there's, there's all sorts of stuff you can do, whether it's a new hobby that you are interested in, but you don't have experience in. Um, I've kind of experienced this recently where I started doing pottery and using Ooh, like a pottery fun. wheel. It is so much fun. I have really fallen in love with it, but I showed up as a complete beginner with zero experience in this studio with some other people who, who really knew what they were doing. And then a teacher who was a little bit on the intimidating side and I had to show up and be totally okay with not knowing what I was doing, which, you know, if you if you mostly stick to doing things in your life that you know how to do, and that's something I think you fall into more as an adult when you kind of have like your set job and your things that you do and your schedule. Yep. Um, I definitely think as a kid, it's a little easier to be, you know, doing new things day to day. But yeah, I showed up to this class and ended up having a great time. But there were lots of lots of pots that I messed up because I did it wrong. And the teacher would say, Oh, you need to throw that away. And my, my pride would be a little bit hurt. Cause I'm like, well, it looks fine to me. And he's like, Nope, you're not making that in my class. And it was kind of like an interesting, I don't know. It was almost like a pride exercise where you have to be willing to put your pride aside 
and be not so good at something. And I think that's Which is hard. That's a really hard thing to do. It is. Yeah. And I think it's something where if you can can get good at that, because it is kind of like a practice, it's like a muscle, being willing to be humbled. um, I think it's something that is going to serve you really well throughout your life. So, but to do that, you kind of have to do it all the time. And I think, you know, there's a couple other things that come to mind. One that I liked to do when I was younger was read books that were a little bit above my reading level. And, you know, it can be a little bit frustrating, or maybe like sometimes it can seem a little bit boring. But that's a really good way to increase your reading comprehension, become more well-rounded and learn about things that you wouldn't normally learn about. Um, So that's kind of like a simple one that you could try this week if you wanted to, if you go to the library or or if you order books online or whatever, you know, maybe talk to your parents and say, hey, what's something a little harder that I could try to read next? And I think that's a a great thing to do. Um, Another one that comes to mind is setting exercise goals. So if you're someone Mm -hmm. that likes to be active, Maybe time yourself doing a, a run or or doing, you know, whatever your physical challenge is, whether it's like push-ups and pull-ups or whatever it may be, um, time yourself and then see what you're able to do and then set a goal to improve or to be able to do more or to run faster or whatever, and then set a time frame and and train and push yourself to be able to reach that goal. And I would even recommend telling other people about it so that, you know, you have you have people to check in and hold you accountable because sometimes that little bit of social pressure can be a really good thing. But do you have any other things, Brittany, that you could that you could recommend for kids to kind of get used to getting out of their comfort zone? Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you're fine. I love talking about this topic. Um, You know, that's one thing I really started doing in 2021 and 2022 is if I thought something made me feel uncomfortable, I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna think I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna, you know, because if I if I overthink it, and I am an overthinker, then I just won't do it and then I'll never get out of my comfort zone and I'll never, you know, grow like I need to grow. And mm-hmm. I, I think I've given this example many times is um, I, I took voice lessons and was a singer forever, but I never was able to do any real theater because I would go to auditions and then chicken out because I was so scared because they were so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I always regret that because those were challenges that I ran away from. And it's crazy to me to think of all the things I could have done in life, not just with that, if I would have been ready to accept challenges and and do hard things because life is full of hard things and you can either run from them or you can tackle them head on and become a stronger person and that will make you braver to do other things. So one thing I do now is I travel alone. used to scare me. And I always like meet up with friends. So it's not that I'm, you know, completely alone, but I go and I get, you know, I do for the most part go alone. And that's been something that's been really fun for me as I've gotten older. So I do these things that are a little scary at first and the crazy thing is so many of them end up being my favorite things. So yes. so it's like, what? look at all this I would have missed out on if I wouldn't have just done them. Piano, I've talked about this before too. Um, I've always played by ear but never really been like serious about – I like to accompany myself because I sing and that's what I really wanted to do. And during the pandemic, I was like, all right, what new hobby am I going to take up now that I have yeah. <laughs> all this time? And it's really frustrating. It's really frustrating when you're learning oh, yeah. how to play a new instrument, especially since I've taught myself, so I don't have a teacher. But every time I would get frustrated, you know, and I'd get through that challenge, things got easier and I could tackle the next challenge. And it's funny to me because I've gone back recently and tried to learn songs that in the beginning were just too hard for me. And they're so easy. You know, I just wow. – but, but another thing to, to that point actually is you shouldn't take on challenges you're not ready for. And so mm-hmm. like here's what I mean. Like I first learned easier songs on the piano and then I went to harder ones and I went to harder things, right? If you jump right yeah. into something that's really hard – you might set yourself up for for failure and like 
then you re- then you like feel bad about not being able to do something. So the challenge isn't useful for you. So I used to yeah. tell my students this at, at um, the school I used to teach at where there's such thing as a bad challenge. If you're challenging yourself too much, you're not going to grow. You're probably just going to give up, right? So make yeah. sure that the challenges you're doing are, are realistic and there are things you can do so that, you, like you said, it's a muscle. So you can get stronger and stronger and be able to mm-hmm. do more challenges and bigger challenges. So yeah, I think I think this is this is a really fun topic to talk about. Totally. I like what you're saying too about, about doing stuff that's doable for you. Like yes. I have, I have been lifting weights a lot over the last year or two and I didn't walk in and immediately try to like squat 300 pounds. You know, I'm still not there, but who, who knows if I ever will be, but you start out with basically just the bar and then you add on a little bit more weight and a little bit more weight. And it's, it's really like, we just did an episode recently about enjoying the journey It's really about the journey and about pushing yourself and the confidence that you get from having little ways that you push yourself, you know, day to day is just so awesome. And it really, it really reminds you, Hey, I'm capable of doing things that are hard for me and it feels really good and it's, it's fulfilling. So that's where we'll wrap it up today, guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you all again soon. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.